Welcome back to Texas Whiskey Crew. My name's Steve. I'm Dave. I'm Nick. This is actually our second round <laughs> recording tonight because the microphone situation that we just had. You're just muting Dave, or sorry, muting Steve the whole time and he figured it out. So we had a restart. Yeah, that was, sorry. <laughs> it was going great. Definitely my Y'all would have loved it. Dave <laughs> was trying to mute me. That's what was going on. <laughs> So, hey, anyhow, we'll jump back into what we're just doing. So we just got back from Lone Star Lounge over in New Braunfels, Texas. And uh, Richie, the owner over there, graciously hosted a tasting with uh, Penelope Bourbon. Uh, It was JD, I believe, is their Texas rep. Correct. He gave us all the expressions, had a wealth of knowledge, um, really uh, showcased a lot of their a lot of their bourbons. We've done previous podcasts on them. And we'll likely have him on a future episode, but um, just want to kind of talk a little bit about uh, folks we interacted with over there, kind of what we did. Quick, uh, quick shout out to New Braunfels Bourbon, Danny and Robbie. Yep. Why you got a shout out in the middle of my conversation? Oh, I wanted to let people know. I mean, they set it up. It was I mean, there. Like, hey, Danny and Robbie are though. Let's uh, just, well, Danny, Robbie, you weren't there. Sorry. But. <laughs> Robbie's a ghost. We should get a bobblehead of him and just put him around places. Be like, hey, Robbie's here. One day we'll actually have him on Robbie, I appreciate you. I just want you to know that. And we'll record audio as well. And I'll be like, they do exist. (laughs) No, maybe not. So. Me and Robbie are going to lunch Thursday, so I'm going to be nice. Get some burnt bean. (laughs) Maybe we should podcast during lunch hour and he could join us. No, y'all are invited. Live on location at the burnt bean? Nope. Just me and Robbie. Oh, here's a middle finger. (laughs) I'll just show up. That's what's going to happen. Be like, can I come in the back door, please? I'll be like, Nick, don't no. Nick invited me. The back door of the restaurant. (laughs) So all that said, uh, we ran into some good folks tonight. Uh, Jesse over with one of the local bourbon clubs here in New Braunfels. Um, We already obviously, obviously mentioned Danny and Robbie and Richie. Um, JD, we talked to Cody, which is a, a local, local guy here in the hood. Cody's super nice. Um, yeah, very very nice guy. A lot of a lot of cool bourbon lovers, man. Uh, it was was enjoyable talking to him, uh, touch of base. Um, but uh, want to get back into what we're talking about tonight, yeah, which is I I really don't know because we're fairly <coughs> fairly unprepared. But so don't. we've heard a lot of things. There's all kinds of different things coming up. I don't want to talk about 100 percent tonight yet because I don't know if it's true. We're still waiting to find information on that one. Um, however, there is one that is definitely true, and that is Sazerac suing RNDC for $34.6 million for back owed, uh, I guess, invoices. invoices? I, mean, I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't. Well, and that really does answer a lot of questions. We talked about it last week and even the week before, them switching distributors and, yeah. and making some changes in there. In we their- heard different stories. We heard like they were buying some RNDC and legally they couldn't sell through RNDC. We heard a whole bunch of different stories and apparently none of that was true. Yeah. So, so I mean, they in- sued RNDC for $34.6 <clears throat> million. That's a lot of inventory, boys. A lot. Yeah, that's a lot of damn money. Yep. That's a lot of bottles. That's a whole bunch of fireball. You know what I'm saying? A whole bunch of fireball. A whole bunch of fireball and Wheatley vodka. I mean, that. (laughs) (laughs) it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it it does answer a few questions once we know. And and I guess we'll follow it a little bit more to see if there's more to the story or or what comes out from it. But um, that was filed just. Yeah, literally just happened. We can't find any information out in detail yet. It's all just rumor. Um, but I don't think any of us expected that. I really don't. Hey, Dave, how many cents does $38 million make? It makes a lot of sense as to why they, um, move to different distributors. So, um, <laughs> don't put me on math questions. But right here's that, the like. thing. They, they went to like small town distributors, which is kind of different. Like well, instead yeah, of, I'm, so RNDC is a very large 16 group in Texas. Yeah. 16 distributors yeah. that are going to be distributing. That's just right. in Texas. Yeah. So that's a huge undertaking for a company. You know what I mean? Like you're distributing from one company. I don't know nationwide. I'm not quite sure. I don't know how big RDC is. I'm not gonna pretend like I do, but you're going from that to just 16 in Texas. Yeah. And well, and there's a big change. There's 11, I believe in Kentucky. Um, most of them are beer distributors. So that's going to be yeah. kind of an interesting so same thing with Texas. Most of them are the one that we use particularly is a beer distributor. And even he told us, he goes, I don't know who our rep's going to be. He's a liquor rep. 
they're bringing on. So he, even though he's our beer distributor, he has nothing to do with that side of it. Right. So a liquor distributor is coming in to cover that side of it. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to watch over the next couple of months to see mm-hmm. kind of what happens there. It'll see what the allocations. I feel like favorites won't like. be played as much. Right. As it used to be, because I think that is a big deal. Is like, oh, you know, yeah, we hook you up, you know, that kind of thing. When we so I think with this, week. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think with this, it'll really change it up. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too. That's um, it's going to be interesting to see what the landscape looks like over the next uh, three to four months. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's a good piggyback onto at least. We can talk about what we're drinking. Oh tonight, my right? god! I mean, yeah, I hate to. Why do you bring piggyback up? Just because it's up on the bar? Or I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, both uh, Steve and Dave were gifted <clears throat> two bottles of Whistle Pig tonight, one each. One got a piggyback six year ride, and then one got a bourbon. That was so, the bourbon fairy that visited us on the when it was. We got home. Yeah, we love the bourbon fairy, and you know, came piggy, out of pig's pig, ass. Piggyback is common, <laughs> common nomenclature, so we're yeah. okay. Yeah, look, that's a big fancy word for you, Steve. No, I know nomenclature. I'm good there. <laughs> so what are we drinking tonight uh, uh, right now so earlier we started out with a weller single barrel which i, have, I was i have graciously both of them in front of me, so. okay. you, you are double fisting i'm not sure what's happening there i i'm you know i didn't want to drink one too fast and i wanted to try oh the other you one. should have because the other one is so much better oh yeah, i'm drinking that one first so we're drinking a weller single barrel thanks to a good friend of mine who uh brought it to me i can't name names or places or times or dates um, however, the second one I can name, we are drinking the wonderful 2022 bottle of William LaRue Weller BTAC collection. And it is fucking phenomenal. It's like it angel really tears. It's fucking good, man. So just for y'all who don't know, I'm a huge WW fan. I have the last two years and I think last year's was okay. The year before that was really good. This one blows both of those out of the water. It is phenomenal. Yeah. It's it, so damn good, man. It is killer. This is my first uh first shot at tasting that one. And I'm I'm not gonna lie, it's it's oh a, yeah, it's it's at the, good. the top of the chain as far as uh bourbons that we've tried. Uh coming in at 124.7 proof. Yep. Um 12 years, eight months on it. Man, there's there's nothing out there that drinks like this. It's Um, really damn good. I mean, and we even recently had the GTS 2022 and it it was good. It's damn good. It's very good. So 2022 GTS is probably my second favorite behind this bottle and it still beats the WWs and I'm a huge WW fan. It, man, this year's BTAC has just been phenomenal, man. That's what I was just going to say. The 2022 lineup seems to be really, really on point. For sure. I mean, Honestly, uh, between the two of these I had tonight, these are probably probably two of the best that I've ever had. Um, and I know they're both from the you know the same distilling source as far as that goes. But um, that single barrel kicks us not out of everything else. I've always told people that uh, uh, Antique One Hundred Seven is my favorite out of the Weller lineup. Well, it turns out. Uh, yeah, maybe I have a little bit of a change of heart. 107 is still killer, but that single barrel. 107 is very good. Um, now, how hard is the single barrel to find? It's a little bit harder to find than usual. Um, full proof is pretty good. I still think 107 is still my favorite, but man, single barrel really puts up a fight. Problem is price. So secondary markets, you can find secondary 107 for like 150. It's not bad. This one it comes out what like ninety four proof ninety seven proof I think we talked yeah, about ninety seven proof, proof. Yep. yeah and it's six hundred bucks on secondary if you try to find on secondary so when it comes down to the price if I can buy six well let's say three bottles let's go a little crazy three bottles of one oh seven compared to one bottle of this I bought three bottles one oh seven yeah I get but that. God dang it's a good bottle it's a damn good bottle yeah both of them I mean. No, just I mean I I hate to admit it, but goddamn Buffalo Trace everything is good. Like they don't I know suck. everybody shits on fucking <clears throat> like um Blaine's stuff like that, and I get it because it's hard to find. But if you find it at retail, it's a great fucking bottle. Yeah, well, I mean we've said it over and over again. Yeah. If you can find it at fifty to sixty dollars yeah. a bottle, drink it all day. Long. I think anything under a hundred bucks for anything secondary. Not not talking about Eagle Rare. I'm not talking about Buffalo Trace. But I'm talking about like Blaine's or. Weller 107 or just any of them. Um, I think it's a great buy. I still, to this day, I will pay 
I probably almost pay secondary price just for a fucking stack junior because God damn, it's a good bottle. I, I agree on the, on the junior. I, yeah, my threshold on that one though, I'd say is probably, probably around 200 bucks. Steve has horrible yeah. friends that open his bottle. <laughs> oh, I do not. <laughs> we weren't going to bring that up, but you know, don't worry. Happens. I am uh, finding a secondary bottle for Steve any, because any, someone was stupidly just grabbed a bottle off Steve's shelf and was like, I'm going to open it. Well, so. let's go back. <laughs> You're the same one that put the bottle on my shelf, so you 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 have liberty to open it. That being no said, worries. Steve will have an unopened bottle of Stag Junior, and he will hide it in a closet next time, away from me to be safe. No, 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 no. The best part about bourbon, honestly, is drinking it. And, uh, obviously, you we a lot of us tend to hoard things that are not easy to come by. But really, what is the value behind that? You know, any one of us get hit by a bus one day, so you might as well. Absolutely. Enjoy the shit. And none of us are, I mean, at least the three of us here, none of us are secondary market sellers. We're not taking anything we have and trying to push it on the secondary market. No, we we'll fight we'll fight you if you sell shit on the secondary market. Yeah, I don't have a problem. We buy Here's the thing. When you come drink. in and you're like, oh, I wish I could find this bottle, blah, blah, blah. I would love to drink it. And then I see you posting it on secondary market after you've getting it. I will never sell you another bother, yeah. a, a bottle again. I will never sell you another bottle again there's someone in the the today that was at the meetup i will never sell you another bottle again i swear to god i don't care i don't care if i lose my job it's worth it because i will never yeah, sell you I another mean, bottle we buy bottles don't be a piece of shit we share them <laughs> we open them you know most of the stuff we like to drink we have duplicates so we open one and keep one in reserve or whatever but yeah everything sure. everything that's out on the shelf is yeah. is available to taste especially for if you trade i'm 100 percent okay with that hell yeah but if you try to sell a bottle that you got for 30 40 and i see it for 200 dollars, i will never sell you another bottle yeah. again you're just you're kind of a piece of shit yeah yeah we don't like you i think the biggest thing is and we're not out this for money we're not None of us are out here oh, trying man. to make money. Like if we wanted to make money, we could hundred percent do it in a heartbeat. I work at a liquor store. I could literally get the bottles. If I ask nicely at MSRP and sell them for three, four five times, whatever. I don't, I want everybody to get a chance. That's my biggest thing. I have people come in all the time. Like, Oh, I'm this, I'm that. I'm like, cool. I see you come in and buy their stuff. I'm going to sell you a bottle. You know what I mean? If I see you come in and ask for Blaine's and leave, I'm not going to sell you nothing. Yeah. And I love it when people come or, you know, if they come to the house or, or yes. something, they're like, hey, I've never tried this. Whatever yeah, it is. 100%. Maybe it's Blaine. Maybe it's a BTAC line. Whatever it is. And it's Anything. we have the opportunity to say, hey, you can taste this. You can try it. Tell us what you 100%. like. And just to see people have a little bit of joy and yeah. a little bit of, of fun in this bourbon game, you know, it's gotten to the point where it's so just ridiculous. Amber alert. Sorry about that, guys. Oh, if, it was I, not I, me texting I heard, her. I, heard your phone I was not bumping. Burn Junk is calling me again. <laughs> you know, people want to yeah. taste something. They want to try something yeah. that they've never had a chance to. And, you know, we're we're fortunate enough to, to have some of those bottles. Yeah. And have I, that opportunity. I'm a big supporter of, like, there's a lot of people that don't have the opportunity to buy stuff. And I love having people try stuff. I've met, like, great people in this group. And unfortunately, I've also met douchebags. Yeah, yeah, I just, man, I don't, I don't have a problem with you trying to make money. I get it. I do within reason. But man, when you like come in, you cry happy tears like, oh, I wish I could have this bottle. And then you get it. And then I see it on secondary. No, dude, I'm done. I'm done. Like I will share everything in my, in my setup. I have, I will. So I will share everything until I have none left. To people that are like, oh my gosh, I've never had that before. Because I think that's a great experience for people. Well, I mean, just and look at this. You've I got- share to you, I know one day you'll share to somebody else or whatever. And so I have no problem with that. I mean, this bottle of WLW you just got today or yesterday today? or whatever. Today. And I mean, we cracked it open. And, you know, I mean, a huge thanks to you for for being willing to share that. But it, it just goes to kind of supporting the bourbon community. For sure. Letting people try things and, and have experiences that they might not have. And, yeah. you know, it could be as simple as somebody that's never had Eagle Rare or somebody that's yeah. never had whatever. It Those are be. my favorite. Because you see, guys, like I saw an Eagle Rare the other day. It was $100. I couldn't buy it. I'm like, don't. I was like, come by one day. We'll have some, you know, like I, I, f- I feel bad for people. Cause they're like, they hear such great stories about certain bottles and you're like, man, they're like, they're just, I think fiending over like, like you said, you were, it's a $30 ball, 39. Now it's kind of a little bit, but, and then you're like, Oh, I saw it for a hundred dollars. I'm like, God, man, 
And it's a great bottle at $40. It is. 30, 40 bucks. It's fucking amazing. amazing. I might pay 75 or 100 if there was maybe it was a store pick, something. I don't know. Maybe. I think a store pick or like one of those, like I've never had it before. For sure. Is we talked about the same thing with like Stag Jr. Like, man, if I see it for 250 somewhere, I honestly would buy it because it's such a great price. It's a $65 bottle and it's high proof. It's so damn good. I think secondary is around 250, 300. I think it's gone up a little bit now. It's around 300, but it's such a great bottle. I mean, are you saying you opened a $300 bottle on my shelf? Oh, yours? Probably more than that. Yeah, yours was, I think, batch 15. I think yours is worth a little bit more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm kidding on that because, you can, like, like I said in the past, uh, I'm drinking WLW tonight, courtesy of you. You can open any damn bottle on my shelf whenever you want. So Now, if you check out our episode, the one with the horse on it, um, oh, you will know together, right? how and why that bottle got opened and, and the circumstances behind that. But... Um, no, and I mean Steve makes a good point. That that bottle had some significance, but there's <clears throat> one or two people on this planet that could have opened that bottle. And, and well, I only it. have it because of Nick, so he obviously can open it. Not sure. So yes, I did go up. You <laughs> that is bottle. That, that is that is not a good excuse for fucking. That's not a good excuse for why. It's all right. <clears throat> Now we do, I mean, yeah, we will get it replaced and it will have to have a stack junior because those are a little harder to find, but, um, yeah, yeah. and it will, I already have a hookup. I already found somebody who will find me one. He just forgot to bring it to me today, but there will be another replacement and Steve's going to be smart about this one and put it up in a closet where I can't find it. He can now because there's at least a two thirds of a bottle of the old one left. So we got a while to drink. Challenge accepted. (laughs) Tonight, Nick will be finishing the bottle of stag junior that he opened two weeks ago. No, but I mean, hell we poured it. Was it your birthday? I guess it was your birthday yeah. that we decided to pour that. No, it was before. No, it was it, it's Saturday. It wasn't your party. It wasn't your party. It was before that. It was when we had Lauren over. No, no, no. When we were pouring it Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> after it was opened. So in all fairness, in all fairness, after he had it open, he talked shit about like, oh, I was sad. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go drink it. So I did do that. Yeah, for sure. No, it's but all right. There's still a good amount. <clears throat> we should talk about this. So why Nick's feeling bad about that stag bar. <laughs> so... Uh, my birthday was just, uh, just a few days ago, and on the actual day, Nick and Dave decided to join me for some pours. Well, Nick brought bottles over to share. Just a few. It, just a few. Just a couple bottles. But in that lineup, we had E.H. Taylor, Warehouse C. We had... Rip uh, 10. Rip 10. We had uh, 13 year family ride. Family reserve ride. 12B. Did I bring 12B that day? No, you didn't bring 12B. We didn't no have 12B. Now. We had Coy Hill. Coy Hill. Hill. 144 yeah, proof as a hazmat. <clears throat> but honestly, just the opportunity to have pours of those. Yeah, man, you can you can chug all the stag over there. That's honestly. what we do. That's what we all do. That Coy Hill was stupid. I mean, it doesn't yeah. like warehouse C. So Dan and Sean had their best of the best for the year. And Dan's was the WOW and Sean. No, Sean's was WOW. Dan's was Coy Hill. WLW. I I mean, it was damn good. Yeah. The Coy Hill's fucking phenomenal. 144 proof is the one I have. I think the one they have was a 375. So all those I think were like 150s. Wow. I'm pretty sure they're high proof. Oh, dude. But here's the best part on secondary, those. The 750s are going for 800. The 375s are also going for $800. Well, was it you that said they're not going to bring back the larger bottles? It's only going to be three. I don't know. This year forward? they did not have them. They just had 375s okay. this year. I do not know about next year. I don't know what's going to happen. They also did a single malt this year, which I'm not a fan, so I probably will not get one. Um, I don't know what next year's going to bring, obviously, but I'm just... I'm, a single malt. You know me. I, I'm not a fan of single malt. Well, if you listen to our last episode, apparently none of us are fans of single malt anything. Well, yeah, we that's okay. But count Balconies is a little different because Balconies is a little out there and a little wild. Yeah, there's some um, good ones out there. I've had there some. are some good ones. Um, it's one of those things I can't drink first, but I can drink I can drink later. it after I've been drinking. Definitely you know drink I mean? last. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I can drink a lot of for things sure. last. <clears throat> no, that said... Um, a lot of people, I think, you know, especially newer bourbon guys, Jack Daniels is off their radar. Honestly, uh, <clears throat> everybody thinks Jack Daniels is, you know, Tennessee whiskey that you get the, you know, the black bottle. 
Um, all taste the same. It's considered some of those cheap, easy to find. But if you get into some of their limited edition expressions, hell yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even the, I'll step out there and say it, their bonded that they brought out this year, I thought was fucking phenomenal. Nick just left, but we won't talk about that. It's like last time, but he's not near as drunk, so I'm not sure what he's doing. He's definitely not on the phone with anybody. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I've got a couple of single barrels that are great. Um, the Sinatra bottle is good. I mean, there's a lot of things out there that if you can find them are good. The Bonded. Um, the other one they brought out, I wasn't a big fan. The Triple Mash? I, yeah. I, I like the Triple Mash. Didn't fall quite right for me, but um, no, I mean, there, there's a lot of Jack Daniels expressions that are out there. And uh, I think really are good for, for people that are looking to try different things and it shouldn't get a, a bad rap because it, it, it's perfectly good use. Well, I think honestly, uh, you know, Jack Daniels, we've talked about this before, but the reason that their whiskeys and that are so smooth is that charcoal filtration process. And right. I mean, when you're, when you're pushing something through 12 feet of charcoal, I mean, obviously it's going to soften it up. Um, but gosh, you get in the higher proof expressions on that stuff and it's magical. I mean, yeah, I mean, we had a single barrel at my house the other night and it's not, I mean, it wasn't Nick's favorite, but, um, I thought, I mean, no, we were talking about the the single barrel Jack Daniels. (laughs) We were were talking about old crow. Um, no, but it was the, the Jack Daniels single barrel that was out and, and it wasn't maybe the best expression that they've had, but um, I thought it was phenomenal for, for what they had and, and what they brought into it. Didn't touch Coil. Well, hell no, it didn't touch Coil. Hill. <clears throat> it was still good. No, those are good birthday drinks. So like I said, Nick can drink all the stag he wants. Absolutely. <laughs> it's not that the problem wasn't the fact that I drank it. That would have been fine. Problem was. It was epic. I was like, here, let me open this bottle. (laughs) Well, then you challenged Dave. No, no, no. You gave Dave a half a glint. So Dave asked to taste it, and I filled the glint up, apparently, is what I've been told. That was the that was the Copper Sky Accord. Oh Um, yeah. For those of you in the know, it was a Russo pour. Yeah, because I hadn't had the opportunity to taste that one yet. So we were done with the podcast. We were getting ready to leave and I was like, here, give me a little, little tiny snort of that one. And I just wanted to taste it. And I got a pretty much a, a full Glen. And, um, you know, I just asked, you know, Nick was like, here, have some of that. And I was like, I didn't want that much. And I said, I bet you can't drink it all. And of course, um, nobody's going to back down to a challenge, any of us. So, um, Nick drank it. Yeah. He drank it. It was a horrible, horrible idea. He may have tried to go to sleep with a toaster that night or something. No, my no, wife no. tried to throw a toaster in the bathtub with me. Um, she no. gave you toast from I what I understand. Home. She gave me toast, but she tried to throw a toaster she in the bathtub. Throwing the toaster at um, But I, after I went home, I was feeling good. So just so you don't know, I didn't drive home. Um, but once I got home, uh, I tried to stream apparently too. I deleted that VOD because it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to see that. Oh, one. God, it was bad. Um, and then I streamed. And after I realized, like, I'm too drunk to be streaming. And I deleted it. Then I went and took a bath. And my lovely wife was nice enough to bring me toast. And she almost died that night of a heart attack. But that's okay. That's a whole other story. We won't talk about that. That's, that's um, a whole different episode, right? But I heard you were going to sleep story. upstairs, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that's a great story. Um, it was one of my favorite of the year. <laughs> Even last year. It definitely that was, was a good a story. Fun so. night, though. That was a fun night. You have to understand, man. I had my boss on. I had to like kind of relax and I was having a hard time. Like it was crazy. And note to self, if you're gonna do a bourbon podcast, have a little dinner beforehand. <laughs> yeah, don't don't wait all day. Or have a shit ton of bourbon and have a good time. Well, there's that too. I mean, sometimes it's all about how you want to feel the next day or or at the end of the night. I think you felt fine. We went to lunch the next day, didn't we? We I did. did not drink you right did. away. Not right away. You had not to get right a little away. bit of that meat to soak it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that meat. He tried to prime him a bit and he wasn't having it. No. Nope. Smart man. We I'm had smart. to have some kind of foo-foo life changer thing. Yeah. It's I mean, called life changer. It was a But I did figure out we fucked up. I was supposed to order the life changer with a shot of espresso. So well, next I, time. We'll do shot of espresso. Not the next episode, but we'll get in here soon and we'll we'll do a life changer episode. I feel like Malort's a life changer. Malort's oh. a life changer, but not one that I'm gonna participate with. 
Oh, we have to drink it on stream. Talk about it. No, we don't. Yeah. That's just like fucking. And by we, we mean eggs. Dave. Dave. Dave's gonna talk about. It on yeah, stream. Dave's gonna give us tasting notes on that one. Yeah, yeah. Tasting notes on yeah. the Lord. Tastes like fucking shit. That's hey, that being said, like. guess what opens uh, today or tomorrow? Mm, don't know. Green's last call. They're back. Oh, they're oh, back. Man. I saw Kenzie posted mm-hmm. a video. So they went on a hiatus for a couple days. Yeah, for like three weeks, man. I was like fiending. I'm excited. So I'm gonna go tomorrow. Kenzie, let us know what the. Uh, theme is for January yeah, and for sure. February and let's see what you got out there. I do know a lot of people that reached out to us are asking like, Hey, can you do another podcast or a video there? I've had a lot of people come into the store asking. They just want to know more about my Lord. Huh? I, I'm, I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Yeah. I definitely don't want to know anything. But just so you all know, we've had Malort, but guess what we have now? Mm. Barrel aged Malort. Oh shit. So we have another bottle to try. So um, Steve will be getting that bottle as a gift here pretty soon. You're damn right. I'm, I'm going to snort it. Screw <laughs> drinking it. All right, that sounds like it will burn like hell. That's right. Steve's going to do it. We're going to watch. Yep. yep. Have you guys seen the videos where they have like the Irish people tasting American bourbon? Oh, yeah, I those are funny that. as shit, man. Did you see the one where they did Malort? So there's a girl <laughs> on that channel, Ciara Adorty. I'm in love. I have a little, I have a little crush. My but he life. loves his wife more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, she ain't gonna listen to the podcast. We're fine. Nick, do you want a toaster in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, next time the toaster's coming right at you. I'm sorry, I'm enjoying this. You should see this conversation right now going on. We're having a little off mic conversation. Yeah. But, um, Steve said, fuck your couch. And Dave's like, I want a piece of said couch <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because that's what those taste like is couch cushions, couch cushions. No. Well, yeah, everybody has their own little vices, but I like the kind that mount onto the. the oh, hey, whoa. No, the tabletop ones. In your yeah, we know exactly what you're talking about. No, the ones Something that you about can hold metal up and <laughs> I love the ones that mount to the table so oh. I can really go to town. He's going with a regular vice. But. Obviously, you guys are not good with tools. I'm really good with tools, but I wasn't thinking about. I'm quite handy with my tool. I got some. I got some Fisher Price tools downstairs. You could have. I think the hammer's up here in the. There's a there's a rubber mallet in the pod cave. Yeah, that's 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 so it doesn't hurt as bad when I hit you with it. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm looking out for you. I don't want to hurt anybody. Just I want to just give you a a bit of a sensation. How's that? I appreciate that. Okay, just. Kind of an angry one. An angry sensation? Do you remember that story? That reminds me back uh, way back in the day since I like to sidetrack shit. <laughs> yeah, you do. <clears throat> so I had a bit of a speeding problem when I was younger. A bit? Uh, okay. Well, a big speeding problem. Um, I got lots of tickets, lost my license a bunch of times. Well, the, the second or third time around, um, I had this Mustang. You remember that Mustang? Did you ever see that? I do remember your yeah, Mustang. Yeah, okay. So I had this Mustang and I'd lost my license and I had a permit to go to and from work. <laughs> they call it a red license, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, brother Kevin and I were out cruising. I'm like, shit, I can drive. So he's like, yeah, we'll go somewhere. So we were down in Broadway in Colorado. My main drag driving, not anywhere close to where I worked off hours too. And we're driving down the road and this guy in a Volkswagen Beetle, one of the classic ones, we're not talking about the new bug, like one of the old ones, like stops in the middle of the road where there's a left-hand turn lane, but he stops in the middle of the road, like where the (laughs) continuous lane goes to turn left. Well, this is a pretty dramatic thing. So the little blazer in front of me locked up his brakes and got stopped right before he hit him. Well, shit, I couldn't do anything. I'm like, oh, hell, everybody's just stopping. So I I clobbered the back of this blazer. Somebody was falling a little too closely. Continue well, their story. Well, maybe so. But I pushed the blazer <laughs> into the bug. Well, the guy in the bug got really mad. So we get out to exchange information. Well, I get it because he's in the lane. He's trying to turn left. I'm right. mad too. <laughs> Except next time, don't stop right there. In the but he's of the a European guy too. So he gets out and starts screaming at us in a different language. <laughs> we don't know what's going on. And then he. Where is that? In Colorado? Yeah. And then yeah. he gets. What like, language could it be coming from? It was, uh, it was German or Czech or something. I don't know. But he got pissed anyway. Not Damn Russians. And we were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Everybody's sorry. And you know, the, the guy in the, the blazer, was he was apologetic. He wasn't aggressive or nothing. <clears throat> and he's like, man, you know, it's not my fault. These guys hit me. I hit you. 
And the dude runs back to his bug and he gets inside the bug and he grabs a rock hammer. You know what a rock hammer looks like? It's yeah. got a blunt end and a pointed end on the other. Yeah. And he comes around and fucking smashes this guy in the head in the blazer with the rock hammer, right? And and Kevin and I are like, oh shit, what's happened? No, no, what do we do? And you know, this dude's all screaming in whatever language he was talking, hitting people with hammers. And it's <laughs> uh, fucking time to leave at that point. Well, so we're like, no shit. So we grab the guy and his hammer and we're holding him. Well, fortunately, some construction workers saw this going on and they come hauling ass over. This dude's bleeding over here, got hit with a hammer. And we're like, oh my God, this is chaos. And it literally. Steve's like, I've yeah. got a red license. I got to go. <laughs> uh, it turns out I got a ticket. They took my license for another six months. But um, yeah, long and short of it, you never expect, you know, did don't. You, did you say the guy in the blazer? Well, he's good. Yeah, yeah. He, he he had a head injury, and hopefully he has a lawsuit that he filed against that guy because that dude is batshit crazy, man. He didn't hit me with They're, a hammer, but you know, yeah. It, they literally say never trust a guy who drives a bug. No, it was the first time that I've ever got to like kneel on somebody's back like a cop. Like I dropped the guy to the ground, like like laying on top of him, you know, hoping these these construction workers. His personal email address is. <laughs> <laughs> if you like to file a complaint. <laughs> no, no, this was years ago, buddy. I mean, hell, <laughs> shit, I'm uh, I'm in my late forties now. Late forties, way late. Hey, forty sevens, late forties. Come on. Didn't you sell that Mustang to one of our friends? Yeah, and he crashed it. He fucking totaled it. Yeah, he t boned somebody at intersection. That was Chris. Yeah. If if you listen to the podcast, Chris, please. I don't think Chris listens to us. You know, you should listen to us, Chris. But speaking of Chris, I'm going to sidetrack this one more time and talk about Chris. So I so I played poker with this group of guys for years, years, and years. And Chris is a near and dear friend. I'm actually his son's godfather. Um, Love the guy. He's an amazing human. Very, very intelligent. But. he does a lot of, uh, Question, I don't know what he calls questionable? it. Questionable? Like, <clears throat> no, his job is like chemical engineering oh, yeah. or like research development. He he builds a lot of cool shit for, um, you know. Pharmaceutical. Pharmaceutical like, stuff yeah. and all kinds of crazy stuff. Well, regardless, he had some CBD powder in Colorado <laughs> during a poker game and was telling us all about it. Well, after some bourbon in our whatever else he was drinking, maybe rum. He drinks a lot of rum. Uh, he decided to snort that shit. Okay, well, this is a public service announcement right now for all y'all out there. Don't Don't snort snort CBD CBD powder. powder. It screwed him up. Not like high, but like hurt, like massive amounts of pain. And it lasted for like a week. I will say that the CBD spray that he had, the aerosol spray, was freaking ridiculous. Oh, yeah. But don't snort the powder. Yeah. So if if you're listening to our our whiskey bourbon podcast here and you're wondering why the hell we're talking about CBD powder, my apologies. Um, So we're going to get back on track and Nick's going to tell us something very insightful about bourbon right now. Nick, on you. Bourbon's made of corn. It's got the juice. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I had to say. I knew it'd get him started. I knew he'd be super excited about it and be like, oh. It does. it, It definitely does have the juice and it is made of corn. You know, I didn't know. Speaking of corn, talk to me, Nick. Talk to me, Dave. Um, high corn bourbon or whiskey, for that matter. We're talking stuff that is at least 85 no. to 90% corn. 51%. Hold on. Whiskey. Yeah. Where do we land on super high corn? We got we got nickel. We, we, got, have- we, we got nickel juice out there. Nickel is super high corn. Yeah. <clears throat> I say we have a few. Like... So I'm not a huge tickle hater. My wife actually loves tickle. I think it's tickle, not dick. Um, <laughs> it's she sees the sweeter notes towards it. I get the whole and fuck, I, fucking bourbon junkies. Um, but I swear to God, I get like a whole Flintstone vitamin-y kind of flavor to it. And honestly, I never would have thought of that until you know they said it. And it's one of those things right here. I taste it all the time now. Um, I was lucky enough to get a Blue Note 17. I was super excited, and it's not good. At least mine wasn't. Same thing with my Russell 13. Russell 13 was trash. Um, <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like, I guess everybody's entitled to their own opinion of like different bottles, whatever. I tend to shy away from things that are really high corn. They're a little too sweet. See, I like it. I'm, I'm opposite of you. Guys. Like, what's your definition of high corn? Like, what's that <clears throat> high corn bourbon that you were like, oh, this is great? Uh, Dickel Bottle and Bond. Even though Dave and I had a really bad experience with it, I still kind of like it. I mean, it's good. It <laughs> what else, like, okay, Dickel, what else? What else? Like, what else is there besides? Well, tonight, I bring it up because we had a, we had a 90% corn tonight with uh, Penelope. 
Which one's knives? That young one. There was a, it was white a label. It was, it was a high corn mash bill. Yeah, was the it? white, the white label. Yeah. Why you guys looking at me like that? Let's look it up. Come I on, man. I don't remember it being ninety well, percent fucking corn. Cool. Their, you, their white label is four different blends of the four different mash bills yeah. that they use. Forty percent, eighty proof. It's like a little proof. Yeah, I mean, I would have guessed it was probably maybe sixty percent corn. Hold on. I'll tell you what it is. Talk about some make so quit waste people's time when they're driving. And you hear some insightful. Yeah, don't speed if you're driving right now and uh, we're <clears> gonna <throat> talk about some corn. And you can't double pump the gas. It doesn't do wheelie. I keep trying. This isn't cruising the world. I'm just saying. I mean it might have been a little bit higher corn, but it was high corn. I'm telling you. Can't find it. Dave, talk about something. I'm trying to think about you kind of broke my brain with that, but no, other than Dickel, is there anything else out there that we can think of that's yeah, really there's high a whole corn? shitload of stuff that's high corn. Um why is it for a example mashable? what? Um but are they all mellow corn? Well, yeah. We're not doing a podcast on that anytime soon. How do you know? Does Nick even have a bottle of that? No. What? Mellow corn? Yes. I oh, have Jesus. One. You have to have one. You have to. Like, everybody has to have one. It's one of those things where it's like, I mean, you're so much better. Same with, like, old granddad. Everybody's like, oh, what's old granddad? Oh, dude. 114 proof with, like, a $20 bottle. OGD, 114. Yeah, you can't beat it. Yeah, You can't go wrong. You gotta have a bottle. It's not great. No. It's not as good as, like, 107 or, you know, well, or anything like that. But it's it's still good. They're on the 75% corn mash bill from MGP. But it's blended with three others, right? Not the white, is it? It should because he said everything they did was at least three. Of everything the, they do, is three a of blend. the four mash bills. Yeah, everything they do is a blend for sure. Okay, but it's definitely higher corn. I mean, I'll give you that. It here's the thing, like, so I'm not a Texas fan of anything whiskey, but TX brand whiskey, their regular it's like cereal. Proof, it's so good. It tastes like goddamn. It is like cereal. Well, yeah, I, I can't even tell you. A cream soda. It is a cream soda. It's great. Um, this one is very, Penelope is very close to that. It's very good. They're white label. Yeah, I'll give yeah. that. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of other expressions that I think are phenomenal. The architect was good. The toasted. Architect's very good. It's different, but it's good. So the way he had us taste them, I think I kind of screwed him over in the tastings a little bit because we had architect after we had barrel proven toasted and toasted is by far the best. Yeah. So you have us taste the best thing ever. Then you go to architect, which is I would have had architect proof, like yeah, second before. Or third. Yeah. I would have had regular. Then I would have had architect then barrel proof and toast. Yeah. Architect has some, uh, some unique complexities yeah, to it. That's a hundred percent what it is. It was unique and he was playing on that and I get it. That's his job. Well, and he said it was the most complex that uh-huh. they have because of the French oak staves. Yeah. And- well, it is. He said they use a big stainless steel barrel and they just drop staves in there. I mean, cool. Uh, kind of Oak at Eden. not my jam, but, uh, you know, we could throw a popsicle stick in a bottle of bourbon and hope for the best, but that's kind of where that's at. I mean, um, so to get back on that, I was talking about MGP mash bills. Uh, their high corn is 75%. It's a 75, 21, four. Okay. Our barrel pick that we did was a 60, 36. So 36 being rye, 4% malt barley on that. Um, they don't have, they do actually, they do Nick, they do have a 99% corn, 1% barley. What is it? Is it uh, one of their mash bills? No, MGP does. And I, yeah. I swear that's one of their bourbon mash bills. 99% corn, 1% barley. I swear that's what Penelope is blending with on that one. It on might that white label. Because he said they used four of the MGP mash bills. So I don't know. How many are there? Seven MGP mash bills? Yeah. And I'm curious where y'all land on that. Uh, you know, obviously you can't comment on these podcasts, but you can hit us on YouTube and uh, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you want to be. If you haven't joined us on Texas Whiskey Crew, the the Facebook group, if you're on Facebook, make sure you join the group, not the page. Um, and we can have some discussions out there. I mean, if you join the page, it's going to ask you to join the group too, but uh, it was easier just to run two things at once. Um, you know, in July, MGP announced uh, six new mash bills are going to run. Do you know that? I did not. Don't care. Why don't you care? MGP is because good. They have two that are good. And you need to chill out. <clears throat> it makes the world go round, man. MGP is amazing. 
Why are we not talking? Hey, assholes, get off your phone. I was looking at something. I was trying to find your high corn mash bill in an actual drinkable product. George Dickelbottom Bond is high corn. Yeah. But what else is there? Uh, (laughs) Come on. Now, you guys can't be on your phone the whole time we're podcasting. Nick, what are you over in there? I'm drinking WOW. <laughs> yeah, I know that. But what, <laughs> what are you looking at on your phone? Uh, nudes. Oh, okay. Dudes? Nudes. Dudes. Oh, of dudes. Chestnut Farm single barrel. <laughs> Isn't Chestnut Farms in that a Total Wine exclusive? It is. Yeah, it's actually not bad. They do push it really hard and they're like, oh, you like Blanton's? Try this. No, fuck you. It's not as good as Blanton's, but it's still very good. <sighs> What else are we talking about? So we can go through the uh, oh, baby about ba- baby blue balcones. <clears throat> yeah, I hear. So we can go through the list. Uh, Brown Foreman, their Cooper's Craft is uh, seventy-two. I may or may not have something great coming tomorrow. Oh shit! Early times, seventy-nine percent corn. Yeah, so, old early times or new early times. Uh, you know, it doesn't specify which one it is. Is it Zaz or is it the old one? It's Brown Foreman. Okay, Brown Foreman is the old one. Yep. So, so resi- that one's actually very good. I'll bring that bottle over next okay. time. We can compare those. That's a great bottle to compare. Jack Daniels is 80. They're Re- high corn. Reservoir is 100%. Oh, I never had that. Um, I don't know if we got any. Oh, well, Diego Distillery. Do you know them? I don't. So we don't care about their corn. Who? Diego? Four gate. Four gate. So four gate's phenomenal. Yeah, let's talk about how much corn's in that. I don't know. Take, take a stab, Nick. Well, there's different ones. Okay. Four, they have rice and bourbon. So four gate, the, the Kelvin. Kelvin Cooperage. Yep. The yeah. Kelvin collaboration. What, yeah. do you, what do you think the, the percentage of corn is in that 80%? one? 80%? 74. Oh, look at that. So good. Few Sarah Shook, the Disarmers Blue Corn Bourbon Whiskey. Right. Who? Few? Few. Yeah, 160 bucks a bottle. Okay, so we've never seen that here. All we have is the bourbon and the rye, the base versions. We don't have anything like out of that area. Even Heaven Hill, even the mellow corn is only 80. So some of these are a little higher. What is Texas stuff? Like what is a uh, terrible <laughs> old sick Garrison Brothers. Old, bite your tongue. old Crow 75. What is Garrison Brothers? I don't know. But no, they don't we use do high know. corn. They're, they're, they're lower corn. No, they're, they're 100% corn. corn, aren't they? No. Because they're all about Texas sweet corn and they Texas do use, white yeah, corn, they Texas do. yellow corn. We like taste. Probably we like, corn. like 70. You're just assuming. What do you know? Well, she told me. Victor is 79. Yeah, she told us when we were out there. but yeah, um, You really don't remember because you don't love it as much as you say you do? What? He loves it. He was drunk. <laughs> I think you remember something like that, though. Possibly, but she gave us the mash bill or a rough estimate of the mash bill. So oh, I think we got the mash bill on it. Um, maybe seventy four percent corn. Next Hudson night. Bay, hundred percent corn. I know. That. Does anybody even drink that? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. So we've established that uh, high corn is good or bad. Are you guys agreeing or disagreeing with me? Um, I like high corn. I don't know that there's anything that's like 75, okay. well, 80, so 90, I, I talk, When I say high corn, it's going to be 70% or higher. Yeah. There's definitely some of those will will fall in there. Most of the Garrison Brothers, I think, falls into that line. Um, well, you said Michter's. I mean, we, we did a whole lineup on Michter's and it was fine. Well, I think high corn gives you kind of a... Um, uh, a sweeter, more molasses-y kind of flavor palette to it. Definitely. I like that. That's where I lean. Excuse me. I lean more towards weeders when it comes to sweetness. See, I like them both. I would agree with you there. I mean, it's hard to pass up a really good weeder, but... Yeah, I love weeders, man. Yeah, weeders tend to be a little softer, a little smoother. I mean, there's a lot that goes into to finishing. I mean, you take something like Hudson Bay, which I've tried... Um, at a hundred percent corn, not, not a big fan. Um, I mean, the Dickel bottled and bond is good. I makes me want to throw up when I just think about it, but uh, <laughs> that has nothing to do with, with their product. It has to do with my overconsumption of it. That was a series of bad choices at night. It definitely was a series of bad choices. We started with prideful goat and ended with Dickel bottled and bond. And I think we drank both bottles completely. We did. We did. And that was a bad deal between two of us. So our wives were not very happy. No, we could have had a better showing. <laughs> Definitely. And they've done that every time I drink. 
I'm saying. Not every time. Not every time I drink. So, if not high corn, where what what's the ideal mash bill? I just it doesn't matter. I think that's the biggest thing. We've talked about this multiple times. It doesn't matter. It's whatever you like. It doesn't matter what the mash bill is. Like, I want to know what you like. I don't know. I like everything. You like wheat. We I, I, I lean more towards weeders, but I like everything. So okay. that 50 to 70 is probably the sweet spot for things that are going to, excuse me, things that are going to be very drinkable and just, I mean, something that you, that you truly enjoy. When you get a little bit higher corn, you know, it's got a little bit different flavor profile. And it's because it's got the juice. It does have the juice. So, oh my God. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I wish I never knew about that video. I mean, I really my life would be so much better. We should put it on should, at the start of every you video. Should, you should. You should. And I will literally never, never be on this podcast. <laughs> never? Ever. Nick, you're a part of us. Come on. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's all right. Hey, so we're uh, we're coming Kim up. Kim Jong-un, if you'd like to support us. <laughs> no, we don't like him at all. Anybody in North Korea who's listening to this podcast, right? no, we'll bring see, you a bottle of Eagle Rare. That's right. We'll send you a bottle of... <laughs> Dennis Rodman's going to bring it over to you. That's not, right. Not us. Dennis Rodman's going to bring you a bottle of the Texas Whiskey or Seven here. You know I, I don't think he drinks bourbon. Now, I know Nick, as a child, you were, you know, when Dennis Rodman was playing, you were probably like three. But the rest no, of us dude, here... I was a huge Rodman fan. Okay. Okay. So my favorite story is we actually got tickets to go see the Spurs versus the Bulls. And I was super excited. And that was the one game Jordan was out because of the flu. Oh. And so he never, he didn't even show up to the fucking, like he wasn't even on the floor. Like it was one of those things. And it was so bad. And I think the Spurs lost. I don't remember. It was fucking God, 90. Well, if it was early years before. 93. Oh yeah. 92. Like it was, yeah, it was early years. Spurs were shit back then. I mean, it was probably Robinson was on there, but. Maybe that was it. They hadn't quite made it. Yeah, they didn't have the Twin Towers. They didn't have Duncan yet. Dude, I had freaking David Robinson shoes. But dude, I I mean. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Reebok pumps. Yeah, I had the pumps too. I had the pumps too. I actually blew mine out because I pumped them too hard. (laughs) Um, But. That Rodman wasn't there. I think Pippen played, but I know Jordan did not play. I only think, yeah, I'm pretty sure Rodman didn't play. So it was just Pippen was the only one who played. Well, I mean, there was a few other on the. I mean, but that, the Bulls. I mean, that's who you yeah. think of. You got Pippen, you got Rodman, you got fucking Jordan. Those are the only three that really mattered in the whole time. So I just remembered how much hate Rodman got because of his color hair and stuff like that. And people were just the like, green hair, man. Did but, multicolor but, hair, like but, everything. Everybody's like, oh, he must be like, just, people are just so who's that kid? Well, he was a fucking beast on the court. Yeah. Yeah, but we got that kid on the Spurs now, right? That, that young kid with the green hair. That's I don't want Spurs. Him. Spurs are trash. Continue. Okay, well, regardless, but <laughs> we got a kid that's mimicking him right now. Um, Pretty, you know, pretty good green hair and all. All right. Yeah, like doing, doing some of the crazy. As long as he stuff. doesn't wear a wedding dress or anything like that, you know, I'm good. I you mean, know, that's what I've been taking a little too far. I mean, honestly, if you want like some crazy ass screwed up dictator of a communist country to to be like to be your friend, you know, wear a wedding dress and green hair. That's going to be if I get some good bourbon out of it. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> it's like, hey, it depends on what you're going to give me. We know where Nick draws his line. So. <laughs> Nick's, Nick's line is way out there. Yeah, but I got no. I mean, Dennis Rodman was a. Fucking beast, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, so you brought up the problem. The only people, only, okay, we're going to a whole fucking other change in here tonight, but the only problem anybody had with Rodman was because of how he dressed and how he acted. And that's why he did what he did. Sure. Because he loved the attention and he didn't care. I mean, we all know the whole story. Bad, bad publicity is still publicity. Yeah. I mean, he was on his him. brand and it, it's worked for him. I mean, yeah. what, he hasn't played a basketball game in. 18 years. And we all know who the fuck he is. Yeah. Well, at least we do. But I guarantee you most people do. 100%. If you were born within the last 25 years. years, I think 20. I think 20. If you were born in the last 20 years, you know who Dennis Rodman is. Okay. 35 is guaranteed. But I say I say 20. Yeah. You're like, you've heard of Rodman. 100%. You might not have known his plays or anything like that. He's not like, he's not a Jordan. He's not a, I'm trying to think who, like, I mean, Pippen wasn't really that big. I mean, Pippen has a whiskey in his dog shit. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know he had a whiskey. Yeah, it's but. called Digits. It's horrible. Um, <laughs> Jordan has a tequila. Did y'all know that? No, didn't uh, know that one either. The angles of the bottle are 23 degrees because he's oh, a Jesus. piece of shit. Yeah. Um, playing well, on yeah. that whole fucking thing. But talking about Sin- that. Sincoro. Sincoro is the name of it. But, 
But to bring that in, to tie that into what's been going on, you bring up Jordan. Yeah. So who is the GOAT? For basketball, because I'm gonna everybody I'm, goes to Kobe. You can't, everybody no, goes fuck that. to Jordan is the goat. So, There's so nobody I, that I could agree ever Dave. possibly I, I, be So here's the thing: back in the day, Jordan 100. Nowadays, because the rules have changed, it doesn't matter all, if the rules change. Yes, it does. So back in the day, Jordan would fucking elbow you, and you wouldn't get a foul. Nowadays, Jordan elbows you. Guess what? You're gonna get fucking two shots in the field goal line. It's fallen right. fall society, Times man. Everybody's about the pussies anymore. Honestly, so, I hate him. I want to say he's fucking amazing, and that is a little guy off Golden State. Don't know who I'm talking about. Who are we talking about? You know what I'm talking about. Well, say it because I don't. I can't think of his name right now. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, like you that. can't go. I hope y'all would call me out and be like, oh, yeah, it's what's his name. Um, All I can think is like Allen Iverson, like back in the no, day. But no, I mean, I had Iverson jersey. I like I mean, Iverson. He was aggressive as shit, really, man. It boils down to three if you're going to have the conversation. Um, I think you're. I you're know Jordan, you're talking about Kobe and LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, so Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. I agree. Yeah, I don't I think, like LeBron. Honestly, Steph I think Curry. Le- yeah, Steph Curry uh, for sure. Hundred percent. So LeBron was great. Well, um, he is still great. still yes, great. He is. Um, there's the guy done the plane crash, Kobe. Uh, Rest in peace. Um, yeah. He was very good. Hundred percent. And same thing. I think him and LeBron the same thing. But here's the thing. Both of them, when they get hit, they fucking throw. It's almost like soccer for them guys. It's like drama. They know how to do it. That didn't happen back in the day. People weren't pussies then. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's 100% what it is. I mean, um, I think if you go straight up, and this is, I mean, every, I think it's everybody that's ever done a best three of all time talked about that. Best three of all time. Jordan, for sure. Yep. I think Kobe's up there. I really I think, think Kobe's, Kobe's up probably there. number two. And I, I hate to say close, it. man. Oh man, I'm not going to discount Larry Bird either. Well, so Larry was great. There, Charles Barkley. Even, I mean, you got a lot Jordan. of people in there too. Yeah. Okay, so Barkley was good, but I mean, it's a whole. Shaq's good too. I mean, we're not talking about who's good. I we're like Shaq. Best of the best. Shaq's still funny. Yeah, and so Mike's coach yeah, in Shaq's seventh awesome. and eighth grade was Coach Kuomura, who's taught uh, Shaq at um, Cole. Uh, yeah, yeah Cole High lo- School. Local here. Shaq. Um, Shout out yeah. to Cole. My niece goes there. Yeah, so Cole High School. Yeah. Um, and he got a tie every time Shaq won a game. Shaq sent him a tie. He had like thousands of ties because every time he won a game, Shaq would send him a fucking tie. Like, I mean, I mean Sha- Shaq's great, but Shaq talked a lot of shit about San Antonio and San Antonio women. That's a whole fucking thing. There's a lot of reasons where. Or was that? That wasn't Shaq. If you no, look it at, was uh, Barkley. Barkley, yeah. Barkley. Yeah. If you look Barkley at straight, was always in yeah, trouble for running his mouth. Yeah, straight gameplay. I mean, Shaq is by far. Shaq top broke 10. the most rims. He's but, a good human. He's a giant son of a bitch. He man. can't be two or three. I mean, he but, just. I mean, yeah, he can't. He didn't have 100%. a well run. You got well Jordan. I think game. you got Kobe. And then I think you need like so. Jordan's old school. Kobe's kind of middle school. I think you need a new school. I think Steph's where it's at. Yeah, Steph and LeBron. I don't know. I, don't, I can't. Put, players, I can't put man. Steph above LeBron. I just and I'm no, not no, even no. sure. <sighs> and I'm not even sure I can. But put if him it was Kobe or LeBron, and I really. Hate, I really didn't like Kobe. I didn't either. I hated Kobe, but I think he's better than LeBron was. Because LeBron's mm. attitude is his biggest downfall. He is so cocky. Kobe is too, but LeBron is just okay. We're we're not even talking about whiskey anymore. But (laughs) no, I mean you know. Well, I was going to transition this into something because we bring up the goat, and I don't want to make people mad. But well, I don't really care. But um, I was watching the Cowboys Buccaneers game the other night. Last (laughs) night, as a matter of fact. And, it was a close game. Yeah, yeah, really, really, <laughs> really close. And you know what? Uh, I got to be honest. It, it was, it was entertaining watching Tom Brady lose his ass. fall on his face. You know, a guy that destroyed his marriage, didn't give a shit about his kids, and thinks he's such a badass and just falls flat on his face. So, talking about the goat, is Tom Brady? Still the greatest of all time, and will he continue to hold one hundred percent? And I fucking hate him. Mm. Um, but he is by far the best quarterback that has ever played this game. I, we talking about Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Uh, I mean, he should have retired last year. This year was a fucking joke. You ruined your marriage. You ruined a lot. Your legacy is going to be you fucking lost to the Cowboys and what they <laughs> hadn't won a playoff game in 31 years he on lost the road. Giselle. Um, <laughs> but right? but um. if you take pure 
football stats and you take pure football ability, he he has to be the best. But we're talking about a line of people here, so we got to put... Y'all forgetting about Troy Aikman. Well, wait, Troy... (laughs) No, dude, I mean, and at that point... Troy Troy Aikman looks like a bobblehead when he's on the... All you've got to do is count the rings. But we can all agree... I had a what is that big ass fucking Cowboys jacket back? What was the name of that starter? All-starter? Starter? No, was it starter? It's yeah, starter. Yeah. yeah, big old starter jacket, big old poofy ass jacket. And then yeah. I think Kmart started carrying John, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, those are the best years, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you got Peyton. You got to have Peyton in there. You got to have Brett Favre in there. You got all these guys in there. Yeah, Elway. Brett Favre for sure. You got to have what's his name too? Um, the old guy from the Steelers. <laughs> Oh, Ben Roethlisberger? He's good. He's awesome. He's really yeah, good. Yeah, but I it's mean, just unfortunately, he should have got out a lot long time ago. He wasn't that old. He's so, not, but for Brady, in football, when it comes Brady's to in his mid 40s. Yeah, you so guys are talking Brady, about Brady's quarterbacks fucking, in the last 25 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I mean, Brady is just. Stats wise, though, you can't go back there. So, have y'all ever seen Terminator 2? So Brady yeah. is that fucking the aluminum guy, you know? <laughs> like Brady's a machine, dude. It's hundred percent. Brady, I don't think Brady's ever gonna die. <laughs> I, just, I don't think he's ever aged. He's like he still looks he's like he did crazy. twenty years ago. He's just preserved. But my yeah. favorite thing is when he gets pissed, man. I knew on that first interception, I'm like, this game's over. The dude can't handle himself. Yeah. I mean, the moment he gets mad, it's over. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, this year has been a, kind of an oddity, and I mean, they're out. Hopefully, he retires. He has no business playing he football can't anymore. now, because if he does, he's going to be like, fuck, I retired this year. I didn't get anything, and I lost my wife. He can't. <laughs> he can't. He'll so go to, like, like, Colorado or something. But, I mean, it's... <laughs> I had this conversation last night. I was so pissed. For, for, for all of you that don't know, obviously, I am... <clears throat> yeah, I'm afraid to admit this, but I'm, uh, I'm still uh, still a Broncos fan. I was born. I'm sorry, I can't hear. It's, you a, speak it's a rough a year to be a Broncos fan, I, but I, we love I, you. I am still a Broncos fan, yeah, <laughs> though though they make very poor choices in their their management and their coaching and every other damn thing. You'd think Walmart buying them, they would have done better, but. Uh, and I believe Connelly's owns part of that group yeah, she too. Does. So, well, they give away two hundred forty million. Yeah, I'm, oh, are I'm, you serious? Oh yeah. So I'm hoping you're they, joking. No, no. So no. U.S. senators are, and like people can buy. She's part. Things. She was part of the group that the that purchased. Yeah. yeah, you know, she's like a seven percent. Well, they're dumbass. It doesn't matter. It just like the whole. Okay, well, that's we're going we, politics I mean, now. We're gonna hold our subject. Condi was from Denver. Can you I mean, stop saying Condi. <laughs> That's Cond- Cond- Condoleezza. Condoleezza Rice. You know, I mean, he's she, like Condi. My friend Condi is just a huge. We've <laughs> always called her that, and she's a brilliant woman. I mean, honestly, nothing against God, her, you know, but no. I don't think like if you're make some better football choices, please. I think yeah, help them do a better job. That whole field, you should not be able to buy certain things. Football teams, maybe you know stocks and bonds. I think that should be out of it. Too. Or don't freaking pay Russell Wilson uh, all your damn money so you can't pay anybody else. Oh, so hey, bad so, call. And everybody was so excited about it. And it fucking turned into dog. It shit. really, it, it was really a, a sheer disappointment. I mean, I don't. We've never had a coach that's been fired. You know, before the season was over. <laughs> yeah. Um. By the way, I still hate McCody, but you know, Josh McDaniel sucks. Um, yeah. But I pretty much think all Raiders things suck. So well, I did see um, that Southwest um, flight attendant. Did you see his little speech he gave? No. He said that uh, they were going to touch the, they were going to land the plane at uh, the Raider stadium. They were flying into Vegas. And he said, because touchdowns are very rare. <laughs> I fucking died, dude. I was so happy. You know, so here's what I'm thinking. Uh, we're to the point where we usually talk about where, you know, we're going to give something away. And I don't know that anybody claimed the last thing that we offered out there. So, you know what? You might as well listen away until you figure it out because there is another Easter egg out there from a previous episode. Actually. No. Jesse Tapley won the bottle of blends that we gave away a while back. Shout out, buddy. Good job on that. Um, so here's what I'm thinking. How about a two pack of Glens? We can, well, we can do something, but I, I was thinking, let me know what y'all think. We're on the fly here, but uh, I'm thinking if you can jump on 
Let's see the which what bottle. What was Steve's favorite bottle of barrel? No. Which he raved about. And then the next day he said it was horrible <laughs> because he was sober. <laughs> no, I'm still going to drink it. It's just not my favorite. No, I want I want Good, some. Because guess what? It's yours forever. Thank you. You're Appreciate welcome. that. But I want some predictions on who's going to win the Super Bowl here. And I want someone. I want a couple comments out there. Way too early. I, I get that. But that's why we're going to give something away. So if you call. We're not going to give anything away because no one's going to get it right. You're wrong. It's going to be fucking like some shitty ass team. 900 people will say the Cowboys are going to win. And oh, unfortunately, I don't think God. they're going to beat the 49ers. Okay. All right. Here, we'll do, we'll everybody already said, yeah, the Cowboys won. Okay. 49ers next. <laughs> we're going to do this. Nick's going to decide what we're giving away. Dave's going to say what episode you got to put it on. I'm going to tell you what you have to comment. So go, Nick. What are we giving away if they predict it correctly right now? So yes. hang on real quick. Are we predicting the winner of the, the Super winner Bowl? of the Super Bowl? All it right. doesn't matter the score. Just the winner. Nick? Yeah, we did by score. Oh, my God. What are we so giving we away? Like eight We're going to go watch the winners. <laughs> right, what are we giving away, Nick? Yeah. Do we have Jeopardy do, music? Do, do, yeah, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I'm trying to think. What do I have that's not open? What would be? I don't want to give that away. Ah, fuck it, Pat. How about? No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> hey, bite your tongue. No, 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 no. Um, He's kidding. Uh, how about? Um, how about we give away one of the uh, one of the, the smoke wagon the younger? <laughs> We don't hate our viewers. We don't. I like that. You think it tastes like a permanent marker. I think it, it's pretty it tastes, good. So if you ever had fucking Disarono, you'll love it. It's e- great. Eagle Rare. Bottle? Eagle Rare? As long as it's not a store pick. This store pick, I'm just going to buy it from you. No, no, no <laughs> store pick. What do you, what do you, what are you thinking? Can we, can we get a bottle of Eagle Rare out there? Definitely. Yeah. I've got a couple if we need one. Okay. So. so if has a Eagle Rare store pick, just send, send it my way. Send Let it. me know. Yeah. All right. So All we're right. going to give away a bottle of Eagle Rare. Okay. You, um, des- you decide. We will announce it. And you and will a have free to back massage from Steve. With no, I'm not giving away back massages. <laughs> we will. That requires Stag Junior. Nick. We will have a video after the Down. Super Bowl. So, what day is the Super Bowl? It's the, It'll be on a Sunday. Or you can pick one of our previous ones. I mean, Thanks, fucking Nick. The Penelope one. How about that? Because we talked about that tonight. Well, no, we might as well have people listen and listen to future episodes. I mean, so. when do they when do they have to choose by? Here's the I, thing. I want them to choose now. I think they should email us. Okay. So email us at info at texaswhiskeycrew.com. That's their way of saying you're not going to send in your and we subject, will. subject line, I want the Eagle Rare. If you don't put that, I'm not giving it to you. That's right. So you can't just give just us a put pick. every single team that's still in right now in that lineup because that's still right because they didn't say it only has to be one team. No, we've got you've got to pick the winner. <laughs> We're not going to pick the spread or anything like that, but you pick the winner and... We will announce it on the podcast after the Super Bowl. So one one choice. Who who's won the Super Bowl right now, Nick? It's not gonna be the fucking Cowboys. No, you pick no. a team. I don't even know who's in it besides the fucking shitty ass Cowboys. Okay. Philadelphia. Philadelphia's doing really Eagle, good. He's a Eagles. I'll go Eagles. Where, where are you, Dave? I'm going Eagles. I'm Shauna. Saying, I'm saying Shauna, that was for you. 49ers. That's where I'm at. Really? Um, I want, I don't want them to win, but Christian McCaffrey, that whole lineup's a good fucking lineup. No, it's I a good mean, team. It's a good team. I, the Philadelphia Eagles, is, Philadelphia's trash, dude, but God damn, they're kicking ass this year. Yeah. I mean, you can't spell Eagles yeah. without an L and they had a couple, oh, so, fucking um, but they're you fucking also like team. Brothers. Just remember that guys. Hold <laughs> yourself accountable for what you I am like. not a Philly fan and. I don't even like the people there. They yell at you. They're mean. No, I love the people in Philly. We have some friends and family there. So are they mean to you? Do they yell at you? Like, no, hey, what the fuck are you doing here? They're fucking. Hey, awesome. get out of here! Hurry had, up! Come on! I have really mean parents, so I like it when people yell at me. Because oh, okay, so yeah. shout out, shout out to my Philly people. I hope some of y'all are listening to the podcast. But um, no, I re- I really think the Eagles have a good chance. Um, I think. I'm going to be honest. I'm not 100% sure the 49ers make it past the Cowboys, but... Um, oh, I'd love the Cowboys to go all the way, but I just don't think they're going to do it. I don't think they are. I mean, my my heart of hearts tells me that they're not going to make it, but I'm holding out a little bit of hope. This Cowboys team is is better than than a lot of them. Um, it'd be amazing you get rid of Dak and and see what the Cowboys can do, but... Well, Dak's uh, been playing well. Yeah, but I fucking hate him. You can't um, be that way. You're a Garrison Brothers fan. Oh, I am a Garrison Brothers fan, and I'm a Cowboys fan, but they come second to, to so my So he Broncos. likes fucking losers. Good to know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, we we honestly, team-wise, you know, uh, lo- lo- I think everybody shits like, on the really? Cowboys because it's always known as America's team, and so whenever they don't make it anywhere in the near top And they've been anything, so bad for so long. They have. I mean, 90s Cowboys will never be, like, the same. Yeah. Like, it's... Jerry, you pay know. attention. Your your team sucked for 25 years. You need to do better. <laughs> no, Jerry, draft a kicker first round, buddy. Come on. You, you fucked know? up when you fired Jimmy. <laughs> even though the team got worse after that, or even when, like towards the end. 
God, man, Jimmy Johnson is still the best, man. All right, so comment who you think is going to win the Super Bowl. We need an email. This we need an email, email to info at texaswhiskeycrew.com. But, but we need it before a date because we can't wait until all the way till the damn Super Bowl. We know where this is going up. Well, this will probably go up Friday. So we're going to say today is the 17th when we're recording this, so it'll likely go up so in a couple days. So. No later than the 21st. Yeah. 21st be- is when it will go up. Okay. So let's go Let's go to the 23rd. We'll give some people some time. All right. So 23rd, you got to put that. What do, we, what do they have to put in the subject line, Steve? Uh, I, I want the eagle rare. Oh, I want the eagle rare. Yep. <laughs> I, I, he I almost forgot. forgot. I did. It was close. I like turtles. That's what Steve just said. I did I like not turtles. say anything if like that. If you put I like turtles in the subject line, I might give you two entries. But. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, uh, well, again, if you're still listening to us, uh, and thank we're, you. we're at this point, we appreciate you. Um, we actually did have some folks talk to us tonight that, uh, listened to our, our episodes through and through. And I appreciate that. No. And that, I mean, that means a lot to us really. I mean, we, we come into this thinking that we're just going to have a good time and, you know, to hear people say, Oh, I listen to it while I'm driving to work or, or something like that. It really is, uh, I don't know. It means a lot. It, it takes what we're doing and, and gives it a little bit of a little bit of fun and a little bit of meaning. So we, we appreciate you guys and, and we hope you keep listening and feel free to email us if you have suggestions or any particular distillery you want us to talk about or anything like that. We're happy to do it. What the fuck are you laughing about? What, what's there? Nick's problem over there? Great guest. Okay. We're not bringing that up then. All right. So, so if you can't, you know, just give you all a visual, um, we sit here upstairs in this room and Nick's straight across from me. Dave's to the right. And there are both on couches with stools in front of him and Mike's and Glenn's and Dave's got a diet Coke from in and out. Uh, Nick has a bottle of WLW <laughs> sitting in front of him um, and a cell phone. So uh, life is good over there. Nick's corner. This, this is just how we yeah, roll, yeah, right? Take, so here, we'll take get a, a picture little, of Nick over there. A little live action feed. There you go. We'll post that on Instagram. <laughs> I'm over here with an empty glass staring at the WLW. <laughs> you should probably fill up your glass. No, probably Born. not. That's too expensive. Born in 1825, William Lou Weller was one of the early whiskey pioneers in Kentucky. After serving Louisville Brigade during the 1840s, <laughs> William Lou Weller remained the Louisville and continued his family heritage in the whiskey business. Dude, I'm telling you, this 2022 is fucking phenomenal. Guys. He ain't lying. <laughs> it's outstanding. It's my third WOW, and it's by far my favorite. It's... It's stupid good. No, I appreciate you bringing that in. It's definitely top three of the pours I've ever had. Yeah, I'm glad to be playing hide the bottle. Oh, oh. Be careful where you hide that bottle. (laughs) I might might leave for that part. Put some wax on it. We know we know Nick likes wax. Did you see they're putting that uh, that Kentucky bottle out from that uh, 1978 NCAA team? Um, It's supposed to be like one of the oldest uh, releases out there. I forget who's doing it, but they're going to Put a bunch of fancy wax on it and shit, but the whole entire team is signing that particular bottle. That's very cool. Very that cool. That is awesome. Yeah, we can't afford that, but it's all right. Um, all right. So I think that's it. Huh? We should cut it off. We're like an hour and 10. Yeah. Everybody's at work by now. They've already shut us off. So if you haven't already, go follow us on all the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Yeah. And uh, if you're still here, just uh, email us at info at Texas Whiskey Creek. Say, I want a Glenn and we'll send you a Glenn. Definitely. Well, all right. Well, if you're still here, <laughs> um, we're going to give away all of our Glens all of a sudden. No, all of them. I said one. Well, I know, but if a hundred people listen, Oh shit. I didn't specify how many can all say right. that. Hey, first 10 people to put, I want a Glen. We'll send you a free Glen he as just well. just gave away 10 Glens. Is he 10? Yeah. I was thinking first like two. People. Well, you just said it to nobody with no cap on there. So we got 10. No now. cap. I got you. No I got cap. you. All right. So ten Glens. Ten Glens. Ten Glens. Ten hey, Glens. fuckers. <laughs> to rule them all. Guess who's in the Lord of the Rings, you nerd? <laughs> Guess who's emailing info at Texas Whiskey Group? <laughs> this guy. Steve's going to send in 10 emails. He'll be the first fucker out there to do it. So, um, no, guys, thanks for, for listening. Thanks for following us. Thanks for the support. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Yeah. Bye. Cheers, y'all. That was a phenomenal little glass. It was good.